I, I I've always wanted my work to be that like if someone came to our planet for another planet that they could find the work that I do that shows the best of what humanity can be. And that's what I think nurses are. I, and, and I really believe that with all my heart. Hello, everyone. I'm Angela Rosa Donato, And I'm Marion Leary. And you're listening to Amplify Nursing, a pen nursing podcast supported by the Panola Fund for Innovation in Nursing. Amplify Nursing features nurses who are leading the way in science, policy, and innovation. Our guests defy stereotypes, define practice, and disrupt convention. We highlight the breadth and depth of nursing influence on society by amplifying nurses who are pushing boundaries and breaking down barriers to build a new paradigm. Today on Amplify Nursing, we talk with photographer and photojournalist Carolyn Jones. Carolyn Jones is a champion of the profession of nursing like no other. As she states with enthusiasm, she sees the best of what humanity can be in the profession and highlights that humanity by capturing the intimacies and authenticity of nursing through her work. In this episode, she discusses her love of nurses, her projects defining hope and the American nurse, and what it means to be the conduit of the work we do every day, caring for people during some of their most difficult times. Carolyn, it's um, so nice to have you. Um, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today. Um, Absolutely. Having an opportunity to talk about nursing is one of my favorite things to do. So how did you, how did you come to this work? You know, uh, I run a nonprofit foundation called the 100 People Foundation, and I was on a completely different track of doing educational short films around the world for students in America to better understand who we share the planet with. And I was on that track, and in the middle of that, um, when I was building that foundation, I got breast cancer. And I had an oncology nurse who was just she was just really special and and a wonderful woman who got me through a really tough time. And I think that was really what sparked my interest in nursing, because I was always struck by, you know, who is this person and how does she know me well enough, having just met me to be able to make this whole experience I'm going through better. And so years later, I was asked to do a project that would celebrate nursing and I think because of that relationship I had with Joanne Staha, I kind of leapt upon that project and wanted to dig in and find out the DNA of nurses. Who are these people and how do they help us so beautifully and how can I get to know them better? That's fantastic. So you are a filmmaker. I'm a filmmaker. Yeah, you know, I'm a photographer. Originally, I started off uh, actually in fashion photography and quickly um, during the AIDS crisis in the 90s, I shifted my, the focus of my work because I did, I, I lost a really good friend to AIDS and I decided to spend a year um, photographing people living with AIDS. And of course, that was before the time of the AIDS cocktail. Um, and so people were dying. And it was a really life-changing year for me to dig into healthcare in that respect. And that was also the beginning of my knowledge of what nurses could do. I kept hearing stories about the nurses who would sort of break through the barriers, even they didn't they didn't know what AIDS was yet. They weren't even calling it AIDS yet. Um, but so I did a book 
about those people living with AIDS. And, and I published four more books after that, all photography books with interviews. And over the years, I've just gotten more and more interested in the interview process and wanting to kind of capture the life of people as well as their photographs. So I've moved into short films and then documentary feature films. Wow. So um, you you spoke just a few minutes ago about your interest in actually what makes up a nurse and what the DNA of a nurse um, encompasses. So what do you think that is in the observation you've seen you've had so far? Well, you know, one kind of hates to throw everybody in a big bucket and, and give you all the same attributes. But um, but I've now interviewed hundreds of nurses across the country from all walks of life, dealing with everything from birth to death and everything in between. And there are certain consistencies with the nurses that I've had the privilege to meet. Um, and they are really, really beautiful traits that I've grown to admire enormously. Um, one is the ability to care for others without judgment. And, you know, this is the kind of thing that, look, some of us are brought up in a household where that's taught and some of us aren't. I haven't found that everybody who's a nurse thought it was a calling from the get-go and was helping the bird with the broken wing when they were a kid. I, I haven't found that. I've, I've found a lot of different avenues to get to the field of nursing. But this ability to have compassion and empathy seems to be prevalent with everybody that I've met, as well as um, the fact that the profession itself, the daily act of caring for people reinforces a lot of these traits that I love so much, particularly the ability to be non-judgmental. like all day, every day, you have to care for someone, no matter what religion they practice or color of their skin or how they got there or what goofy thing, because we do goofy things that have us land in your in your arms. and and you don't judge us. Nurses just, kind of take care of us and don't make us feel crummy about it and send us on our merry way or guide us and our families through the end of life, whatever the case may be. Um, but it is, it seems to me that it is always done with enormous grace. And I think that this is partially learned and partially reinforced and partially a trait that you're just born with. What, what, in your experience, do you think makes nurses different from other healthcare providers? Oh, gosh. Um, I mean, that's really the question, isn't it? Because if we could figure it out and bottle it up and disperse it among everyone else, not just other healthcare providers, but the rest of the population, I think we'd be living in a better country. Um, so it's a it's a big question. I, I think that... Um, the it's I think when you're doing this work of of caring for someone as a nurse, there's a certain kind of necessity to get on the same level with people and be eye to eye and and to be able to understand who they are. 
And if you do that day after day, I think that the, the like, I, I often think about how many walls we all have around us, right? The, the rest of the population, um, us laymen out here, we walk around with all these facades and walls, you know, we want to present ourselves in a certain way. And we, um, and, and we, we go to great effort to do that. And I think nurses, because everything is so authentic and so real all day long, that nurses are equally real and authentic all day long. And so they don't have these facades and and they present themselves in a really transparent manner. Um, and that's reinforced all the time. So unless you're in that role, I'm not sure the rest of us are able to do anything more than appreciate it. Um, I'm trying to surround myself with nurses as much as possible because I I happen to love that. And I keep thinking if I hang around nurses long enough, it will get into my system through osmosis, which I'm not sure happens, but one can only hope. And I don't know how to get that compassion and empathy and ability to relate to other people on that level out to other healthcare professionals. You know, there's so much science involved in healthcare, particularly in the world that we're living now, and so much technology that that really this humanitarian side of it, this ability to touch people and care for people and look into their eyes, it it I don't know who else is doing that except for the nurses. And I've I've this, doing documentary films. You witness a lot of people coming into the room. I especially with the film I did about end of life, defining hope. I would be in the room, and the doctors would come in, and the social workers would come in, and the chaplains would come in, and I was following the patients. So I would see all of these different people relate to the patient, and then the nurse would walk in the room, and it was just different. I don't know. I can't even put my finger on it, but it's just it's much more intimate. It's it's just so real and so authentic from the get go. Yeah, it's interesting that you sort of went in that direction. Mary and I were having a conversation earlier and we were talking about the, the humanistic approach and how um, sometimes I think in, a, in, a, in my experience in acute care, it feels like we're starting to veer away from that. Um, and and look at more of a process-centered approach and a disease process-centered approach rather than looking at an individual person um, who, who's coming to us with a problem. So um, I think my opinion is that that's why it's so important for you to tell your story to make people understand that there's value in that and not... Um, turning it into a, a process and a disease process and losing that the humanistic piece. So the complicated thing there, and you know, I'm not in the medical profession. So I, 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 I say this from the, you know, my education is that of a photojournalist. So I, I'm really just kind of reading the profession as an outsider. But what, what I seem to witness is that this technology, all of the technology that surrounds all that we're able to do, um, has made it really complicated, not just for the health profession, but for all of us, you know, um, across the board, whether we're going out to dinner with our families, staring at our phones or, 
you know, whether we're not calling one another and connecting on the phone, but we're connecting over texting, you know, all of these things take a toll um, and they and they remove us just a little bit from touching one another in one way or another or, or that kind of humanitarian side of really looking deep into someone's eyes and taking the time to do that. So this is a kind of a global problem, this, you know, the, the, the loss of um, our ability to relate to one another. And, and, and we all lose in, in that thing. But, it, but I think it's temporary because even though, and, and I'm, I, I really feel like we're living in a very, very difficult time right now where there's so much diversity and, uh, I mean, so much divisiveness and, and so many people that um, seem to be willing to just say crummy things about other people in public. And, uh, and we've, we seem to have lost some of our decorum and our decency. And I always feel like when I'm with nurses, that's not the case. Like I'm always searching for decency out there and, and I want to shine a light on it. I want my work to be about that. I want, I, I, I've always wanted my work to be that like, if someone came to our planet for another planet that they could find the work that I do that shows the best of what humanity can be. And that's what I think nurses are. I, and, and I really believe that with all my heart. I've been around for a long time. I've interviewed a lot of people from a lot of walks of life. And it's not a coincidence that this profession has captured my heart. Um, I just haven't encountered any other group of people that I admire as much as I admire nurses. Um, and, I've, and I've met some wonderful people over the course of my life and interviewed people from so many different professions, but this is consistently beautiful. And, and I think it has to do with, um, I think part of my passion for it has to do with how much time I've spent uh, first working with people who were dealing with HIV and AIDS, and then more recently doing spending uh, a total of three years working on a project that was examining what we go through at the end of life and what becomes important. And what really becomes important is that we were able to love. And, and I think that it sounds so simplistic and, and a little bit hallmarky for me to say it, but, but this kind of quality of life, this ability to touch another human being emotionally, um, this, we need your help to get back there. And if, if I can just sort of be quietly in the background putting these stories out so that people can see how beautiful it really is and how rewarding it really is and how much difference it makes in people's lives, um, then I will have done, I think, what I was supposed to do. That's a great feeling to feel like you're doing what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Tell us a little bit more about um, defining hope. What what made you want to focus on end-of-life care? So it was an interesting journey. You know, first, it, it just all started with this book, the American Nurse book. Um, so I didn't know anything about nurses except for the one oncology nurse that I'd had, but I had no idea what different kinds of nurses there are and, and how varied this, that profession really is. So 
we set out across America with a focus on the issues. Um, I wanted to know what healthcare looked like in the poorest parts of our nation. I wanted to know what it looked like with returning war veterans and in our prison systems and with the elderly. So I had all these issues in my head that um, that I think we're dealing with in our nation and that really affect all of us. And I wanted to meet nurses in each one of those places that could talk about those issues. So we did that. And we finished with this book and I, I had done all these interviews for the book and I had just kind of f fallen in love with the profession and, and wanted to dig in a little bit deeper and see nurses work with patients. So we went back out and shot a film also called The American Nurse, American Nurse Healing America. And, um, and then I dug, so I dug in deeper and followed five nurses into the course of their career. And Throughout all of this, I'm always talking to nurses about like what's, you know, what's kind of the hardest thing that you have to deal with and what's it like for the families and, you know, what what rises to the surface of, of what we, the public, should know about that we can do something about. And nurses over and over and over were telling me that we weren't dying very well in this country anymore. And um, and that really got under my skin. And I wanted to research that. I wanted to dig in. So first it started as a website. It's called dyinginamerica.org, cleverly enough. Um, but I interviewed 50 nurses all across the country dealing with end of life in, in all different manners. And everything from, you know, home hospice to the ICUs to, you know, children at Children's National Hospital in Washington, all, all, all kinds of nurses. And um, and so once we did that, it was it was clear that it was going to be um, really compelling to try to find patients that we could follow that were dealing with life threatening illnesses and the nurses that were guiding them through that journey. And so that's what we did. I I just feel like um, because we're so spread out in the country and we are no longer most of us living with grandparents close by or great grandparents close by we don't understand death anymore and and technology has removed us even further from death and so since we don't understand it we push it away we think we can buy ourselves out of it you know we don't address it and so we're not doing it very well and and all of a sudden we're in a situation where we're asking family members to make decisions that we as family members are really ill-equipped to make is it time to unplug my loved one you know, how are we supposed to make these judgment calls? So, it, you know, I, I see my role as storyteller to try to tell those stories a little bit and show what people are going through. And that's what we did with Defining Hope. We followed eight patients. Wow. Yeah, that's it's such a great and important story to be able to tell. Um, what are you doing next? What are your upcoming projects looking like? Well, I keep telling everybody I'm going to be going back to the 100 People Foundation and get back to the work I was doing, but I, and I'm hard pressed to do so. So um, we were approached by the Emergency Nurses Association, which this has a particular warm spot in my heart because as I was interviewing nurses, my ears were perking up with these emergency nurses. Like, how do people do that? I mean, that is a whole kind of profession in and of itself. And I was curious about it. So when they asked us to do uh, a film to explore that, I jumped on it. So we are now 
finishing a new film. Um, in, in fact, we just did a screening of it last night. So we're really getting to the finish line and it should be, uh, it should be definitely ready for the beginning of next year. And it's called In Case of Emergency. And we go to seven emergency rooms across the country and uh, and explore what's going on. Again, it's issue driven. So all the things that are happening in our communities are happening in the emergency department, everything from the opioid crisis and gun violence to behavioral health issues and people who are uninsured. All of these things come to light. Um, and we meet the nurses who are working in those emergency departments. So uh, it's a film I'm really proud of. I think it's, um, I hope, able to get out to the public enough so that the public can begin to understand that we in, in our communities need to be able to offer more of a handoff to the emergency department so that these it's less of a revolving door and we can do more to support uh, the people that live in our neighborhoods. So I have a lot of dreams for this film and a lot of hopes. And, um, and beyond that, then the the next project we're talking about doing is is a global project where we'll look at nurses all around the world and how they're helping um, the communities that they live in in some of the toughest parts in the world to kind of explore everything from war and famine to the refugee crisis to Ebola, all of it. We we want to dig in and get in there as deep as we can. To, uh, to meet the nurses who are, in my opinion, um, the heroes of the time that we live in. And, and I, we really have high hopes for this project to be both, this will be a multimedia project. It's, um, it'll be a book, a traveling exhibition, as well as uh, a film project and a website. And we have a partnership that we formed with Sigma Theta Tau, which we're really excited about, as well as ICN, the International Council of Nurses. Um, and all of this is to, to, with the hope to produce some material that we'll be able to participate and offer some, uh, some material for the year 2020, the year of the nurse, which is just about time, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you got that right. Um, I feel like there's you brought up some some really salient points regarding just the status of the world in general and how um, nursing really there's a strength in nursing that lends to all of those things that you you talked about. And one of the things that we hope to get out with this podcast is the fact that there's such a versatility in what nurses can do. Um, by maintaining that um, very humanistic approach in problem solving and and all those kinds of things, we are like master problem solvers and and work around people because of the the constraints that were put in 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 the healthcare system. So I I really appreciate the fact that you're setting shedding light on all of that, especially at a global level with all of the all of the things that we can be helping with. Absolutely. You know, I, I've grown to think of it as, you know, we're really, the public is missing the boat here. The profession of nursing has, the emotional IQ is incredible of nurses. 
we shouldn't be making major decisions about whether to go to war or how to deal with just about anything without talking to nurses about how it affects not only ourselves, but our families and our communities. Nursing provides you with a kind of intelligence that's really unique. Um, and I think that that's really the difference between the other healthcare professionals, professionals who are walking into that room. The nurse is able to walk in a room and kind of read what the support system for the patient is and what the relationship is between this person and that person. And is there going to be somebody there on the outside that's going to help with medication or caring for this person after surgery or whatever the issue is? Or, or is this person d dealing with a um, the opioid crisis and they need help on the outside to to to, to manage all that? The the nurses have this kind of like bird's eye view that's really valuable. And because the profession is rather insulated, I think nurses talk to nurses, right? And um, and look, let's face it, nobody really wants to hear what you did that day. Um, and so you don't like go out to dinner with your friends and talk about the pain. You can't even do that, right? There's HIPAA rules and everything else. So you can't really talk about what you do. And as a result, we don't know what you do. And so we don't realize what a valuable treasure chest of knowledge you have about how we work as human beings. And if we could tap into that, and, and so part of what I wanted to do was um, like hand over the mic, you know, just like hear what you all have to say about these different topics and these different issues that are going on in our country and going on in the world. How do you see them? How can we get out of them? We've we've lost something. Our society has lost a little something, but it's still there and we can get it back. But I think nurses can guide us back to this kind of way of looking at one another that is more accepting, forgiving, um, and, and able to care for each other in a real way that, that maybe will, you know, have us deal with each other in a more peaceful way than we are right now. Yeah, that's, that's definitely a, um, definitely a, a way to look at it. I mean, I know uh, it's, it's putting an awful lot on the profession, right? I'm, I, I'm kind of like, save us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can, what can you do to you, get us out of this boat that we're all in? We're all so nationalistic and all in our own silos, you know, and, and meanwhile, every time we get hurt, we all land in the emergency department or in, you know, in the hands of some nurse somewhere and you care for us and then you send us back out. And I just feel like, um, you know, every single patient, every single family who has a loved one, you will be touched by a nurse. And if you could recognize how valuable that really is before the moment hits, so you so that you recognize it when you're in the middle of it, you know, we need more nurses. We are going to need more nurses. It's a, if I had to do my whole life all over again, oh man, that's a no brainer. I would have been a nurse. I think to one thing I learned about doing a film about the end of life is having purpose in life and making a difference. That's everything. And nurses have purpose every single day. And not every profession can say that. Not too many. I don't know of too many. Teachers, maybe. Um, and I'm sure that there are other ones. But but really, it's a, it, it's such a 
beautiful thing. And, and I would, I would choose that path for myself if I could do it all over again. Yeah, it's definitely, I, I, I mean, I agree with you. I found, I find great purpose in the work that, that, um, I've done over time. But, um, one thing that I, that we have kind of noticed, we spoke to, um, a nurse not too long ago who was from Nigeria. And one of the things that she brought up, um, as she was growing up in Nigeria, that she never considered nursing because of the lack of respect the the profession has um, in Nigeria. And one of the things that sort of drives her is to kind of bunk that um, stereotype uh, from her culture. So have you um, seen that anywhere else? Oh my gosh, I see that everywhere else. I mean, it's in our society, you know, that we don't um, really respect one another or what it means to care for one another. So yeah, and I've, I've talked to nurses endlessly about this, about how, you know, these qualities that nurses have aren't always valued in our society. And as a result, you know, the nurse kind of takes the, the second tier and, and it's so wrong to me, especially witnessing what I've witnessed, witnessing, you know, particularly, I mean, the emergency room is really fresh on my mind right now because we've just spent the last year and a half really digging in there. So, you know, watching patients come in and be cared for, you know, we need doctors, don't get me wrong, this isn't a doctors versus nurses thing, but it is, it is a, they should be equal thing. Um, Nurses, I just think have an invaluable role in our health, and we don't recognize that or value it. And all of the media has kind of supported that really if you look at the television shows and the roles that nurses have in the television shows and in films it's shocking to me um and and that stuff gets in the public's head and you think oh well you know i don't really want to talk to you where's the doctor kind of thing um and like i said i think we're all really missing out so so just like Nigeria, I think all around the world, you would, I mean, I, I traveled to Russia with the American nurse film and spoke to so many Russian nurses who talked about this endlessly, about how they just, they just can't get any respect from the doctors or from other healthcare professionals or from the patients. So this is, you know, this is prevalent everywhere. We, we are not valuing what nurses can really do. But I really believe it has to do with education. We we don't know how well nurses are educated. People don't really understand the depth of your education. Uh, and so that's an important thing to get out. And, and also, you know, when people are writing articles and you're out in the media talking to people, they, they go to doctors for information more than they go to nurses. And we need to change that. That's one of the things I hope to do with all my projects is really, like I said, hand the mic over to a nurse and say, well, why don't you tell us what you think about this? Um, and so that's what my websites are all about. We every, every single nurse I've met, every nurse I've interviewed has a short, or if not a few short cuts from our interview on one of our websites with these projects. So, because I just think every single one had something really intelligent to say that we can learn from. 
So I, again, I think that what's really important is that the public understands who you are first. We have to kind of make that introduction and there's where, that's where I'm hoping to come in. And then we have to learn to respect what you have to offer and, um, and cherish it. Yeah, I think you're you're right to the whole the doctor versus nurse, especially when you're talking about advanced practice nurses sort of overshadows the point that, um, you know, we work as a team. We do things together. We bring different perspective to the care of the patient. Um, That's not less than. Absolutely. I mean, it, 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 it has to be equal to it. It really does because, um, you know, I, I can't help but think in this moment of my mother was, uh, this personal, but my, my, my mother fell and broke her hip and, uh, and, and this was two years ago and she, she died seven days after that. And, um, and I and we knew we were losing her. I mean, she my father had died and she just didn't have a will to live. But but there was this moment where the surgeon came out who after she broke her hip had done the surgery. And he was like, she's great. We Her hip's great. She did. She's doing great. And I went in and saw her and thought, you know, there's nothing great about this. But her new hip is good. Um and, you know, this is this is what our technology can do. And this is what we're able to do. And and he did his job really well. I don't dispute that. And if she was going to make it, heaven knows she was going to need a new hip. Now, she didn't make it. And and I think it was clear to all the rest of us that having a great hip was useless at that moment. But we needed both. I needed the nurse to be able to look me in the eye and understand where we were coming from and what was really happening here and understand that at that moment, it was going to be hard for our family members to get together and all agree how fabulous it was that she had a a good hip surgery. Um, So, you know, again, nothing against the surgeon. You think heavens, he did a great job and, and it may have, it could have potentially made a big difference if had she lived. But um, we need this kind of holistic vision at the same time of looking at us as whole human beings, not just a hip or a heart or, you know, a, a kidney. We, we have to be kind of accepted holistically and 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 with our support systems around us if we're going to get through this life in with any kind of grace at all yeah i i totally agree um thank you so much for sharing that story um and it must have been a difficult thing for you to do thanks yeah i mean i guess one of the ways that I honor my parents is by doing the work that I do because they both, I, I curiously enough was working on the film about end of life. Um, and my parents died within nine days of one another and it was, um, shocking, but at the same time I had, they were so involved in my film and wanted to know everything about it. And, you know, my mom was 88 and my dad was 93 and, um, I knew exactly what they wanted because I had been through this process and I had interviewed them and I'd asked them everything that I could possibly know. So knowing what they wanted at the end of life put me in such an extraordinary position. 
and taught me how important that is and how comforting that is that in spite of all of this sadness, I know that they got what they wanted at the end of life, that they didn't suffer and that they the end of their life was was as they had hoped. And that is I, I, enormously comforting. So it's hard to talk about, but I want other people to have that that advantage or that privilege as well. So I'm happy to be able to talk about it, frankly. Well, we we really appreciate um, your sharing it with us. Thank you. Um, so tell us, where can we find you moving forward? How do people find your work? Okay, so if so, I, I, I want to say that the American Nurse book, which um, I love and has just gone into its fourth printing, which is totally crazy for a photo book this day and age because the publishing business, you know, it's 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 hard to get a big photo book published these days but um but it's doing great and still seems to be doing great and all of the proceeds towards that book go to a scholarship fund that was set up by the american nurses foundation for us and so i'm very proud of that and that book is uh, you can get that on amazon that's probably the easiest place to get it because amazon has everything they have the american nurse film which also um, the distributor for that film gives a portion of their proceeds to the same scholarship funded American Nurses Foundation. And then Defining Hope um, is uh, also available on Amazon. And that project also, and the proceeds go towards the Jonas Foundation for Nursing. Well, now it's Jonas Philanthropies. Um, and, uh, and we're very proud of that as well. So all of this can be found you can and if you're looking around on the internet really carolynjones.com is kind of the holding spot for most of my work that's great well carolyn thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today um, we really appreciate it and we're looking forward to seeing um, your projects in the future thank you no i'm so happy to talk to you all you have a big fan here in, with me and my whole team that's for sure so we have every intention to keep on telling your stories and get people to hopefully respect and admire you the way we have all grown to so thank you for giving us an opportunity to share these stories so we had this great conversation with carolyn jones who is a photojournalist and filmmaker who has been focusing much of her work on nurses. Yes, yeah, she is incredible. I don't know that I've ever heard anyone talk about the profession of nursing like she does in this interview. It was it actually it warmed my heart. Yeah, I I agree. I definitely felt very uh, honored after having this conversation with her, like I really had to up my game to, to meet her expectations. Totally. Yeah. I mean, she says, so one of her books is The American Nurse, which she says aims to elevate the voice of the nurses in this country. And she is living those words just by not only the work that she does, but everything she is doing to promote the profession of nursing. And so I was, like you said, I honored to to be a nurse more so now after talking to her. Yeah, she definitely challenges you to, to up your game. I would hope that from the work that she's doing and from this interview that more people will start to see the profession 
the profession of nursing through the same lens that she sees it through, um, which, you know, obviously I think we would both agree everyone should be seeing the profession through that. And so hopefully, you know, just by the work that she's doing, it really does begin to elevate how others see us as well. Right. And how we see ourselves. Yes. And yeah. how we see ourselves. I think if more nurses listened to her talk, watched her films and read her photo books, read her photo books, yeah. and more, you know, that then they would also begin to see themselves that way. I agree. And I think that that positive light can only enhance the care that we provide. Yes. Agreed. All right. I hope you enjoy the talk with Carolyn Jones. Amplify Nursing is hosted by Dr. Angela Rosa Donato and Marion Leary and produced by the University of Pennsylvania School of Nursing, with special thanks to our Department of Information Technology Services for their assistance. Music for the podcast was created by Harper Leary. The podcast is made possible by the Krista and Rich Panola Fund for Innovation in Nursing. Follow us on Twitter at Penn Nursing. Until next time, keep pushing over, under, around, and through. <laughs>